with us now, Dominic Carter. Let's see you acknowledge a man whose words make your blood boil, who's standing center stage and advocating at the top of his lungs that which you would spend a lifetime opposing at the top of yours. Dominic, I want to say, when we started calling around in uh, New York City last week to find out who would have their finger on this story, you were the person who was most often mentioned, and that's why we asked you to be with us this morning. So what do you hear? What do you know? How is this thing going to come out? Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Breaking news, WABC. Well, some good news to report as it is coming in, folks. It appears that those migrants that attacked the police officers, some are under arrest tonight. It appears that those thugs that beat up the NYPD officers uh, near the 42nd Street area, they have been arrested at the Greyhound bus station in Phoenix tonight. They are in ICE custody for now. So we're following this story. We can tell you that the NYPD is confirming that arrests have been made. And uh, it appears that they were picked up at a Greyhound bus station in Phoenix tonight. They're in ICE custody for now. Let's hope that they stay in ICE custody until they are escorted literally out of the country. I know there's a uh, legal process to play out, but that's my, uh, my, my dream for what should happen here. The horrific migrant video. The horrific migrant video. No, not that one. Not that one of the migrants uh, attacking the police, which is despicable. They should all be at Rikers and eventually deported, as I just said. I'm talking about the new migrant crime video which shows an elderly woman dragged along a New York City street by a migrant moped gang linked to dozens of brazen attacks, 62 grand larcenies that we know of. The thieves attacked her on a scooter, mugging her of her bag, phone, credit cards, keys, glasses, $60, and her ID. This happened last month in the Sheepshead Bay section of Brooklyn. The only thing that stopped this elderly woman from being dragged as she was literally flying through the air, look at the video, don't believe me, is when her body slams into a metal bike rack. That's the only thing that stopped her from being pulled by the moped. The video is so horrific. It reminds me of the 18-year-old teenager sentenced to life behind bars after being found guilty of second-degree murder in that heinous carjacking and dragging death of a 73-year-old woman in New Orleans when her arm was ripped off. And the dragging left her practically, literally naked in the street. An elderly woman dead. She was a grandmother. Her name, Linda Frecky. And that happened in March 2022. This video in New York reminds me of that. Three other people in that New Orleans incident, all females pleaded out to attempted manslaughter for their role in the crime each was sentenced to 20 years in prison, the ringleader life in prison. Now, this gang, this migrant gang, migrant gang in New York, they use social media, social media, according to the NYPD, to organize and coordinate their thefts. This is how they operate. The organizer of the crew will blast out a message on WhatsApp of the specific phones that he's looking for. And to carry out the crimes, they ride up behind the victims on these mopads, mostly women walking alone on the sidewalk and grab their phones or purses and make their getaway. A scooter operator Check out the uh, the salary for for this uh, 
brazen, disgusting attack. A scooter operator would make $100 and a phone snatcher three to $600. Then they would have a tech person that would crack the security on the phone to get your banking information, to make orders, purchases on your account, and then they would sell the phone in another country or another city. This is uh, one of the news reports on WABC Channel 7 tonight. They use social media platforms to organize and coordinate their thefts. This is how they operate. The leader of the crew, identified as Victor Para, will blast out a message via WhatsApp that he is looking for phones. They're essentially ghost criminals. No criminal history, no photos, no cell phone, no social media. Sometimes we're even unclear on a name or a date of birth. And on top of that, these operations are extremely sophisticated. If they're found guilty and they do their time, they should be uh, deported. Their behavior is horrible. They need to deport them. They do need to deport them. The question is, why is all of this being tolerated? These people are here illegally in the country. They never should have been welcomed here. I don't care what the left says. We can't afford it. Uh, They're an instant crime wave. Look at all of the NYPD resources that are going into solving crimes from what some of these individuals, not all, some animals are committing. Think about that for a second. We see your phone calls coming in. And of course, as I railed about this last night, the $53 million in city funds as it relates to uh, a credit card, prepaid card for migrants. Why in the world would you announce that right now as everyone is reeling over the attack, the migrant attack on NYPD officers? Which brain scientists at City Hall said, oh, I got the answer. Uh, the entire world is upset at cops being attacked by migrants on video. Let's announce days later that we're going to give them credit cards. Well, I'm sure the veterans would love those prepaid cards to pay for food. I'm sure American homeless people would love those prepaid cards to pay for food. But they, for the most part, don't have that option. It only belongs to free, free, free. Migrants. It is disgusting. It is disgusting. In a moment, I'll let you hear what uh, Governor, Texas Governor Greg Abbott, I have a lot of respect for the guy. He played a game of chess against uh, Mayor Eric Adams. And guess who won and guess who lost? Guess who said checkmate? And guess who lost their king? Sorry, Mayor. You lost your king. The governor of Texas said checkmate around you four or five times. Not once, four or five times. You fell right into his trap. Welcome to migrants and look at us now. Look at us now. News conferences being held in New York City about migrant crime. The mayor, the police commissioner, top officials. News conferences about crimes committed by migrants locally. It's disgusting. 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Let's begin with, uh, with Alex in Brooklyn. Good morning, Alex. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, good morning, Dominic. And these attacks that we saw took, take place against the cops, it's just... Um, I think the smallest thing, I mean, God forbid, but what really the Democrats have set up for us to see in the coming years, because these were individual people. And we have gangs that have come into this country, terrorist organizations that sent their people in here because common sense says so. You have an open border. These terrorist organizations that hate the United States send their people in here. They may have not acted out yet, but they have their strategy and their setting themselves up and it's pretty scary to think about what could happen so it's not like this is the biggest problem of the criminals that have come into this country this represents a way larger issue and the national security threat that we should be looking at but now um eric adams giving these um credit cards and you know debit cards to these illegal immigrants and he's saying it's going to save six six hundred thousand dollars a month 
um, for the city. Um, $600,000 a month saving is a joke compared to how much money he's wasting on, on all these different things for the illegal immigrants and the amount of money he's, he's spending. I'm sure he could save that money somewhere else, but instead what he's doing here is he's incentivizing for the migrants, illegal immigrants, to come from other states into New York because now they don't they get to pick and choose what they get from food and what's standard and and I, and I you know the good people I feel you know I want them to have good food and everything but we can't it's, why are we now at this point when the city is overwhelmed incentivizing it even more for people to come to New York City as opposed to other places because here you'll get yourself a credit card you won't have to wait in line you know to get a specific portion of specific you, food Alex you are correct I'm I'm going to let you finish you are correct in, in terms of uh the city says the move saves uh money I might sound cold-hearted to you. I don't understand why you're feeding them at all. It's enough to give them shelter. It really is enough to give them shelter. The fact that they can work or cannot work, that's on them. Figure it out. I don't understand why the city is giving giving them uh, money for food. The city says that the cards will save money. But you're right, Alex. The message that it sends around the world is ka-ching. Let me just get to New York. I get residence. I get food. I get a prepaid credit card. I get a phone on and on, laundry services. You are correct, Alex. Alex is only going to give them an incentive, others, to come here to New York. Please continue. Yep. And, you know, what's the next thing? Are we going to give them cars because we don't want to pay for that transportation? We want them to be able to get around themselves? Um, it's just insane that we're incentivizing this kind of stuff. And uh, then the mayor's going to wonder why we have all these people that just keep on coming here and he's not going to be able to figure it out. He doesn't right. know why the crime is a problem. He hasn't addressed it he, uh, seriously in any way when he ran up fighting crime. He invited these people to come to New York City and he's just instead of and now he's, he's officially taking care of the problem, but he's just causing for more people to want to come here. And I don't blame these migrants at all. And and they do have expectations. Oh, I do. I they do. shouldn't be I having do. this expectation. I, I no. do. I do. Because because they're taking advantage. I Mexico. No, I, I hear you, Alex, but they're taking advantage of us. They are using us. Okay. They are pimping us. No, I'm talking about the people that just want to come here to the United States. Right, right. The innocent people. Right, right, right. The violin is out, Alex. The violin is out. They just want to come here and they just want a better way of life and and the American way. Riding on a moped, damn near killing a 62 year old woman. Alex, you got to go look at the video right. online. You have to see the video I online. That. They snatched this Wait, woman. About and I know I'm talking to the choir right now with you, but go ahead millions of people that came into this country and i and i think it is a disaster that we have so many criminals but i don't think that all these millions of people are criminals and if i was on the other side of the border and the border was wide open not as a criminal i would have come across if 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 i could have a better standard of living and you have a messed up country of mexico or any other country where these people are coming from i don't blame these people for coming i blame the policies and we set them up for expectations that they're going to get food. And that's why they're coming. So we shouldn't be giving them food, but we shouldn't have given them the expectation that they're going to get food and now credit cards. And we're going to see more people coming in here. So I really blame the politicians as opposed to the migrants, but the criminals. If we find out you're a criminal. We got to we got to really deal with them harshly. We got to. I mean, now we also showed the criminals that they can act out and they'll and, it won't be and, so hard to get away and, from. And them. that's, that's exactly that's exactly Alex. Thank you for the call. That is exactly uh, what is happening. But let's face it, folks, their way of life. They are not accustomed to our way of life. I didn't believe this until one of our callers, a uh, Norman, uh, schooled me on this. In terms of migrants living in trailers uh, on public streets, uh, uh, the back of uh, of uh, eight wheeler trucks, and so on, until I've seen all the videos online where the kids come to the back door and ACS won't step in, the police department won't step in. You have people living with with portable heaters, propane heaters, in the back of an eight wheeler truck parked on a street, and they're acting like it's their luxury home. And it's an eyesore for everyone in those communities. What the hell are we doing? Why would you do this to your own people? These people, some, to Alex's point, 
Some are engaged in a crime wave. Look at what they are doing. Froggy, Rockland County, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, how you doing, Dominic? Good, good. Go right ahead, please. All right. Um, Alex covered a majority of the points that I wanted to make um, is that at this point, they're not even they're not just allowing it. They're incentivizing it. Um, plus, Biden just uh, took all the money allocated for homeless vets and he decided to use all that for homeless, uh, homeless migrants. I swore an oath to, pr- to protect and serve my country. Uh, I would hope that, you know, if I'm laid flat out on the street, you know, after I come back home, that they would house me but no you know the illegal migrants are slightly more important than i am slightly um, slightly they're, they're more yes, important than exactly. you and i there's no slightly in it. It, it, it our elected officials you would think that they were elected by these countries that, uh, where the migrants are coming from i i have never seen anything like this before in my life and and exactly. may, like may, treating, may, treating our veterans worse than they're treating the migrants. I yes, mean, yes. And, and Mayor Adams can bob and weave. But, Mr. Mayor, you welcome them here. And history will record that. You can say anything. You can run any line you want to about what you control, what you don't control. You and your immigration commissioner that stood out there welcoming the buses as they arrived into New York City like they had arrived in paradise. You own this, Mr. Mayor. Go ahead, please. Yeah, another thing I saw him—he was crying the other day to the mayor of Texas, saying, "You know, we didn't, we didn't, uh, like, we didn't bargain for this for this much." And I was watching him. I'm saying, "You literally said, come one, come all. You know, right, right. come here, Just we'll about. accept you, we'll Just love about. you." Just about. And now, now he's crying that there's too many of them. But right. still, keep on coming. You know, that's not an issue. Right. Right. Thank you very much for the call. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Again, if you are just joining us, the NYPD stating that some arrests have been made uh, in Phoenix of these migrants that attacked the uh, two police officers. They are reportedly in ICE custody for now. We'll see how that all plays out, how how they ended up so far away. It's amazing. It's amazing. And another charity paid for them to leave. Think about that. They left the uh, taxpayer hotel, funded hotel, uh, beat up the police officers, and then got a charity to pay for their ticket to get out of here. Think about that for a second. Jacqueline in Brooklyn, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. I have to ask you a very serious question. I have been wanting to ask this of not only you, but many of the other hosts on the station. Are you all being instructed to use the term migrants rather than the appropriate term, which is illegal immigrants? Okay, now, wait, Jacqueline, who says that's the appropriate term? Well, are they simply migrants? or Okay, are but they wait, 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 you didn't answer my question. Who determined that that's the appropriate term? Well, I think the definition of the words make that determination. What okay. is the definition All right. so, of illegal? So, so, now, so now let me answer your question. I, I find this whole argument, not you, Jacqueline, I find it ridiculous. I, I see the comments online, call them illegal uh, aliens or illegal immigrants, and I just ignore it. The word that I personally prefer to use is migrants. That's the word that I feel comfortable using. And Could that's the word. Wait, wait. Let, let, let me just understand? let me just finish. Let me just finish. You okay. asked me. You asked me a question. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say for um for the millionth time. One of the great things about working here at WABC, and I kid you not, Jacqueline. I would not say it if it were not true. The billionaire owners, John Katsimatidis, Margot Katsimatidis. When I see them uh in a, at the station, or I see them at a uh, social function, they talk about life. They talk about how's my family. They talk about positive things. They 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 I've they've never discussed divisive politics in front of me, or told me one instruction of one thing I got to say over another. They have never. What I'm trying to say, Jacqueline, is that yes, in some media outlets they may not put it in writing because they don't want to get caught, but it comes from the top down. Of what of what your talking points are and what you can and cannot say that does not exist here. The reason why I use it to answer your question, and I don't understand why this is so. This is what I mean about our politics that are crazy, dividing us. Why is that so important to you? 
Because it's inferring that they are here legally. That's and, not. No, and, it's not. No, it's not. Not in my book. They they are migrants. They they have migrated here. That doesn't say that they're here legally. At all. Okay. A, okay. At all. I'll, but Jacqueline, I'll, you're, I'll you're not. That. But you're not the only one. I, I, I get I get this at least three or four times a day on social media. Mm-hmm. Call them illegal. Jacqueline, we, we've got to stop with all of this divisive politics. And the truth of the matter is someone on social media is not going to tell me what term that I'm going to use to make them happy. I, I, I'm I, sorry. Okay, I understand that. And I take you for your word. I, I value what you say and I take you at your word. Um, but I'm telling you as, from my perspective, and I'm sure many of the other people on social media that are questioning this use of this word, um, when the politicians use the term migrants, they never use the, the term illegal aliens or illegal immigrants. And, and it's connoting that or implying that these individuals are here legally. Now, that may not be the way you're using it, and it may be just for um, the, the savior, saving time rather than using the term illegal alien or illegal immigrants. But those of us that are so offended by this, I'm telling you why we're so offended by it. And I, and I don't think it's just me. I think it's the majority of the people it's that are that, questioning that word. I, I, don't know about a, I don't know about a majority, but it's definitely not just you, Jacqueline. It, it, yeah. it, again, it's brought to my attention several times a day, and and to be, I just completely ignore it because okay. I'm I'm not going to change using the word that I feel comfortable using, and th- there is no method to the madness. Uh, because when I use the word migrant, I believe Jacqueline, I, I I respect what you're saying, I really do. I I believe that everyone knows that I'm talking about people that are here illegally, mm-hmm. migrants. Now, now you might be right in terms of how politicians may use it, and they may have a, a reason for softening the impact of the uh, illegal aliens, whatever term you want to use. But, but I, I, to be to to be honest with you, Jacqueline, I've got much more bigger things to deal with than yeah. over than over the the use of a word to describe them. You see what I'm what I'm hearing, and not from you. What I'm hearing, Jacqueline is there's a part of our community that want to dig in and dig every chance they get at at the illegal aliens, whatever term you want. It's almost like the abortion term. Same exact thing. Same exact thing. Well, I understand now that you've explained it to me where you're coming from. Um, But as your previous two callers stated, they, they were absolutely correct in everything that they stated. And as far as voting is concerned, um, on the previous news, not at the start of your show, but one of the previous news clips from the prior show, there were two individuals that were interviewed. And I presume one of them stated that they were Democrats, and they said they would never vote Republican with regard to the situation that's going on with that available seat from Santos. So... As long as people continue, those people continue to vote the way they continue to vote, it's going to be the rest of us, you and me and everyone else, that has much more than a half ounce of brains than are putting these people into those positions of political office. And I wish people, again, maybe it's semantics, but it just irks me when people say we or us or our government. It's not we. It's not us. It's he, as in Biden and Adams. It's she, as in Hochul. And it's they and them, their current administrations for all of them. It's not us. It's not we. It's not the United States. It's them. Well, whether we like it or not, Mr. Biden represents the United States right now. Until President Trump takes office again, at that time, if he wins the election, then he will represent the United States. But as you know, Jacqueline, we have one president. But I I just want to I respect completely what you're saying. But I just want to be very clear. And I say this over and over and over. The Katsimatidis, they don't say anything to me. I, I, don't, I can't speak for, I've been in the company of myself and four or five other hosts. And when, when they're talking, they, you would never know that they're billionaires. When, when you sit down talking to them, they have the same conversation. So like Mike Bloomberg, right? I'll give you an example. Everything Mike Bloomberg does, you know he's a billionaire. 
just the, the way he carries himself, the way he talks to you. There were times when Mike Bloomberg would come into the Blue Room and basically call all of us reporters losers because we didn't make the same amount of money that he did. Wow. He, he would literally, because when he would get, when he would get uh, pissed off, he would basically say, listen, I'm the man, you're not. Mm-hmm. Right? That doesn't happen around here with John Katsimatidis and Margot Katsimatidis. Mrs. Katsimatidis, she has been by far, by far, the biggest uh, supporter of my career. And both of them, uh, great things are coming, Jacqueline. Trust me when I tell you. Great things are coming. Well, I can't, appreciate can't, you answering can't, that question Can't go into detail right now. But they have never said to me, Dominic, we want you to say this. Dominic, do me a favor and argue this point on that. Never. Not one single time. Not one. So th- there's no, there's no. So like, for example, Greg may say one thing. Greg Kelly may say one thing. I may say the exact opposite. Uh, uh, Brian Kilme may argue one point. Rita Cosby may argue just the opposite. There is no official policy. I appreciate you answering that question and giving me the opportunity to pose the question to you. And thank you, Jacqueline. Always a pleasure to chat with you. Thank you, John on Long Island. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, Yes, just a a general comment. I listened to Anthony Weiner on Saturday. Okay, this is not this is not the Anthony Weiner show right now. I don't know why you're calling me about something Anthony Weiner said, but go ahead. Okay, uh, he's he has the basically the opposite opinion. He thinks that okay, Curtis that, and that, the Post that, that, that and is, guys that, like you okay, that is Mr. too Weiner's, much about what's happening that, okay, in the city. Okay, so what? what okay, so John, so John, about, John, about John, what am I supposed to say to that? Anthony's entitled to his opinion. I just said uh, opposite hosts, different hosts have different opinions. What am I supposed to say to what Anthony Weiner's position may be? I have a lot of respect for the guy. What am I supposed to say? You're calling me to check yeah. to check Weiner's position. What am I supposed to yeah. say? But he's telling us the opposite. Okay, good for him. And he's if, saying and, that and, crime, and if, he's, and if you believe that him, that, that's on you. Way down in the city. Just like if you believe me, that's on you. You've got to form your own opinion. But go ahead. Go ahead. Let's go ahead and play this game. Go ahead. Okay. He's saying that crime is down even lower than when Giuliani was mayor. Okay. And good for him. Mr. Weiner, who is a great host, is entitled to his opinion, just like I'm entitled right. to mine. Right. We, 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 we differ greatly on, on these issues. But when we filled in for Frank Marano, we spent four hours arguing with each other. We disagreed greatly. But that's right. the greatness of WABC. You're going right. to get a diversity of opinion. Right. Right. You know, but, so, but, but I just, I, I don't understand what's the point in calling me to respond to what Anthony said on his show. Um, well, I, I haven't been able to get through his, I, I can never get through to talk to him. Okay. So I still don't understand uh, I mean, why, I'm why just, I'm just very him. confused because I'm concerned about what's okay. happening. So, so you believe, in New York so, okay. in general. so John, so John, John, you believe but, everything uh, you hear, I, you know, you believe everything I you hear, John, kind of afraid to go into the city, John, and Anthony's and, and, saying that, and you should be afraid to go like, into the city. Guys like you okay. and Curtis okay. in the post. Uh, okay. Okay. John, 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 you should be afraid to come into the city because it could cost you your life. I don't oh, care well, what I'm Anthony told you or anybody else. But but again, right. he's entitled to his opinion, just like right. I'm entitled to mine. He, right, right, he, he's, right. a, he's a lifelong Democrat, and right. you have to take that in, in, into consideration. Right. Just and like he, you have you know, to He's saying that Democrats run big cities much better than any Republican. Okay, 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 so, so, John, so, John, so, John, 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 any Republican there, any day of the week. John, John, I got a Brooklyn Bridge I want you to buy. Are you going to buy it? Right. Are you going to buy it? Okay, so, so those are talking points. Just like I, just like I, I try to stay away from talking points. I get it. I get it. But, but he's entitled to his perspective Mr. Weiner, and I'm entitled to mine. Thank you for the call, John. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. It is time for a break. When we come back, we're going to Brooklyn, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and Illinois. Stay with us. 
One more comment about the uh, owners of WABC, John Katsimatidis, Margot Katsimatidis. Uh, they don't even uh, ask me what am I talking about on the show that night. They do tell me, and I do know, that, uh, that either one of them, uh, perhaps both, are listening live right now. They do listen to this show live every night. So they hear everything that you, the callers, are are saying because they, they stay up and they monitor very closely. That's as far as it goes. They tell me that they listen, they listen all the time, and that's it. They never even say to me, Dominic, what are you discussing tonight? They don't even know, they don't even know what the subjects are uh for the show uh on a nightly basis. For on a, on a nightly basis. So I'm looking at my social media, Dominic TV, Dominic TV on Twitter and X. Uh, Let's see here. Michael Pagan says, hey, Dominic, I think Jackie is right, but call them criminal aliens. They are criminals in the first thing. They did this. They they did. They did this to the country and they are aliens. I do respect your choice of title, though. Uh, Lisa Pure, a great listener to the program, says, wow, tomato, tomato, migrant, alien, illegal, get over it. Um, Let's see here. Uh, Then Lisa posts, um, okay, she says, now she, referring to uh, Jacqueline, now she's making sense, though, Jacqueline. I get her now. Nice to let her talk it out. You're really patient. Great stuff. Just a couple of the comments that are coming in live and a bunch of other ones are coming in um, uh, right now. Um, let's see. I'm, I'm looking at another one here. Uh, uh, one from Let's Go Pit says, why can't the NYPD, and maybe they are, place undercover female officers out there slowly walking the streets? You know why Let's Go Pit? Because these far-left politicians, they don't want things like that. They don't want the street crime unit. They don't want the units that are effective because they whine and cry. It's unfair. You're targeting the black community. It's the same in the Latino community. It's the same old song over and over and over. But when you, you know what's funny? When you talk to law-abiding citizens, most of communities of color, they will tell you they want the police because they know that without the police, look at what happened to the officers attacked by the migrants. Look at the video of the woman, 62 years old, flying through the air. A a migrant uh, Mopad crew, they robbed her of everything. She goes flying in the air, and the only thing that stops her is a metal bike rack as she crashed into it. She could have been just like that woman, the grandmother in New Orleans, whose arm was ripped off and she was dragged so far uh, by the 18-year-old that was driving the car, it stripped her of her clothes. And she died in the middle of the street naked, a seven, almost naked practically, a 72-year-old woman. Maura in Illinois, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Is this the wonderful Dominic Carter that I get to listen to from oh. 800 miles away every night? <laughs> well, thank the you. one and the same. That's, uh, thank you, Maura. That's very kind of you to say. Thank you. No, it is not kind, Dominic. I am a recent, uh, uh, how should we put it, economic migrant. <laughs> uh, since we're having linguistic wars, which is so silly, as I am a linguist and I speak several languages. Okay. Um, anyway, it is so good to hear your voice. Thank you. If I could, I would want to have your wife, your daughter, your and your son, and your family. Um, as I walked up and gave you a double pump hug, and gave you a big wet kiss on your left cheek, on your right cheek, and said, "Dominic, thank you for speaking for people like me. I'm a veteran." You don't. You do. Do you not? You understand that how 
it honks me off. And I'm being very careful with my words, Mr. Carter. Um, it honks me off uh, when I hear about this kind of junk. I'm 63 years old. I could have been that lady with the phone. Yes. Um, yes. And, uh, you know, that hits home. Uh, and it could be anybody. It could be your buddy. It could be your friend. It could be somebody you didn't even like. Nobody deserves that. Nobody. Um, and, and nobody. I don't even care if they're a creep. Um, nobody. I don't care if they're a jerk. I don't care if I don't like them. I don't care if they even did something bad to me. How, why would I wish that on anybody? And they don't belong here. And you can call us mean. And you can call us, we're the cold-hearted conservatives. We're really selfish. All we care about is us and our money and our stuff. And we think we're better. Well, we don't. Actually, we don't. We care a lot. And we want everybody to do well. And we see, when we see garbage like this happen, I'm sorry, my voice is breaking. I'm so upset. When we see garbage like this happen, it really, really escalates us. Now, I live near Chicago, and I watch the local news because, you see, I hold on to you so tight. I cling to you, Dominic, because I want the real from New York. And I miss it, but I love it here. And I need to get to understand Chicago. And what we have here, it's going to happen, Dominic. It's going to happen. And it's going to be ugly and it's going to be bloody. And nobody wants that. Right. Nobody. But look, not for nothing. If my family lived in the same hood for three generations, and my street was garbage and junk and everything else. And suddenly my street gets cleaned up. And then suddenly that empty crack house and three other nice ones, they get cleaned up, fixed up, and they're sweet and beautiful. they are people on the street. And yet these people who are trying to get a good deal, yeah, I get that. And sure, of course, there are always nice people, but that's not right. You don't take my stuff. You earn your stuff. I did it, and you can. You're correct. You know, you're correct, Maura. You're, you're correct. Dominic, we came from, you know, all of us, we came from somewhere. But wherever we came from, whatever we were given by God, we use that stuff. And if we're doing it as unto the Lord, we're going to bust our bun. And we're going to be... If we have the capability and everything else, we're going to be like you. Or we're going to be like the Casamitidis family, of whom you speak so highly, who has turned this radio state into something outstanding. I say that as a veteran. They and have. That is a compliment. They, they have. Absolutely. Maura, thank you Absolutely. so much for the call. I do have to move on, but please don't be a stranger. We look forward to hearing from you in the future, and we hope that you adjust to and uh, end up liking your home in Chicago. Thank you, and thank you for your service as a veteran to uh, America. Greatly appreciated. Thank you. Let's go to Sandra in New Jersey. Good morning, Sandra. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. I know I'm on WABC. No, Dominic, you know, um, I was listening to Jacqueline, and I called tonight because I saw the video of that poor woman that got hurt from the moped people on the bikes there. First of all, I want to say that, and then you made a comment that I want to understand. You said that these people will be deported, but first they have to stay here for a while. For no, no, no. I, I said I hope that they are deported, but first they have to go through the legal process. Right, right. But then my response to that is why should they go through a legal process if they didn't come here legally? Now, I just want to say what because, because said, there's no Because there's no political will to get rid of them, and ICE has been yeah. neutralized. Uh, that would normally handle it immediately and 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 uh, get rid of them. That's why. Well, I'm just saying they didn't come here the right way. They got to go the, the same way. But anyway, so my great great grandparents came to this country legally, and I remember my great grandmother. 
they were going to send her back because she was bow-legged. But luckily, they both came here, but, and they came here, and they raised nine children, every single one a professional person. But what I want to say, I think what Jacqueline meant is you shouldn't have the title. She wants, she, she wants the title. They came here illegally. That's the title they should have. And then with that title, you're not going to get all these freebies that you're getting because you're illegal. So you, Sandra, you don't Sandra, it. Sandra, what? they're going to get the freebies no matter what I call them. They're going to get the freebie. See, Sandra, I'm going to be honest with you. Sometimes we're, we're not in, in, in the world of reality. The reality is they're here. They're going to get the services. I can call them illegal from now until I'm 95 years old. It's not going to change the fact that they're going to get the services, period. Mm -hmm. They're going to get it. They're going to get it. Sandra, thank you so much for the call. Folks, I've got to take a break for the Chronicles of Dominic Carter. When we come back, more of your calls. Frank Morano standing by at the top of the hour. He's been kind enough to ask me to join him for a couple of minutes. When we come back, we're going to be going to Brooklyn, Staten Island, Pennsylvania, and South Carolina. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. Bob Beckwith the retired firefighter who appeared in that iconic photo with President George W. Bush, I know you remember it, on top of a fire engine down at Ground Zero just three days after the September 11th attacks, has died from Ground Zero-related cancer, his family said Monday. 91 years old, a married father of six, succumbed to ground zero related cancer that had spread to his lungs and brain after a years long battle. According to his grandson, uh, acting as the family spokesman, he passed away peacefully surrounded by his loved ones, according to a statement and uh, his iconic moment, according to the grandson with president Bush at ground zero on nine 11 helped rally the nation in its darkest time and served as a symbol for first responders everywhere. The family said, above all, Bob was the quintessential husband, father, brother, grandfather, and great-grandfather. He will be greatly missed. Indeed, he will. Dominic Carter here with you, taking your calls up until the uh, top of the hour. Frank Morano standing by the other side of midnight. He's been kind enough to ask me to uh, stay with them for a few minutes, and I will be doing that. In the meantime, let's go right back to your telephone calls. Rocco, Saratoga, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dom. Good to be speaking to you. I love when you bleed over to Frank's show. It's very good. I Thank mean, you. you know, yeah, yeah, I enjoy it. I really do. You should be on every night, bleed over onto Frank's show. It's that good. But anyway, yeah, the the nonsense with these moped guys, they got to stop that. This is like the Wild West in New York City, it sounds like. They're just driving their mopeds where the hell ever they want, sidewalk streets, this and that. Hey, watch out. We're on our horses. We're coming through. Get out of our way. Nonsense. Did did they even pay for these mopeds? No, 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 no. The NYPD said many of the mopeds they used for the crimes were stolen. Yeah. Come on. Round up all those damn mopeds. Who the hell? I don't have a moped. You have a moped, Dom? No. No. All right. So they don't need a damn moped. Use your two feet. When I was in high school, I was a New York City messenger. I walked everywhere. Hey, you and I have something in common, Rocco. In high school, I was a messenger for a year myself. So we have something in common there. Really? Hey, who knew? Allied messengers. Uh, at uh, I was at one Rockefeller Center, used to deliver stuff for 30 Rock, NBC, Barbara Walters. I used to bring the script for the Today Show to her apartment and Jean Shallot back in the day. Did that for a couple of years from All Hollows. They used to hire us kids and old men, you know, young kids from All Hollows and old men. And we delivered, and we were foot messengers, no bike stand or anything. We walked Manhattan. That's why I knew Manhattan so well. Went up and down, walked. I didn't have a moped. I used my two feet, peds, all right? The two feet, Dom. Let them walk. 
Get off the damn mopeds. Hmm. Hmm. Rocco, my friend, thank you for the call as always. Mike, our friend in South Carolina, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dom. Um, you know, it, it's, it's really amazing. Uh, I use the term that Curtis uses, you know, illegal aliens. And I used to say uh, uh, recent visitors to our good country, too kind. You know, you got some callers that go on and on and on and have to realize, hey, you know what? It's an hour show, Dominic Scott. It's tit for tat. You can say whatever you want. You can interpret it any way you want. Thank you, Mike. You know, thank you. It's like, (laughs) come on, enough is enough. Get to the point. My man, Dominic, got an hour show. I mean, let's get real. And Dom, uh, all the best. And I haven't said it in a while, Dom. You're running short on time. I know that. Uh, let's go Courtney and Red Dragons. Let's go Courtney. <laughs> let's, let's go Red Dragons. Mike, thank you so much uh, for the call. Thank you, Joaquin in Pennsylvania. Good morning. You're on Talk hey, Radio 77 WABC. Yeah, I'm, I'm in the emergency room right now. <laughs> oh, I hope you're okay. Uh, I should hope would be okay. I got some kind of an infection in my arm. It started off as something else and, uh, I went to the doctor on Thursday, got some penicillin. I thought it was a reaction to the penicillin. I was in the ER on Saturday, went home, and then today my arm was blown up even more. I sent pictures to my doctor. She says, you better get to the emergency room ASAP. Oh, boy. So you're waiting to see a doctor right now? I, yeah, kind of. I mean, I, I, they've been doing things to me. They, they're doing IV, uh, IV antibiotics and whatever else. So, But anyway, so that's that. But anyway, uh, you know what? Unfortunately, we just don't have enough people in the conservative media to speak the truth about what's going on, about illegal immigration, about the World Economic Forum, and how, you know, people in our own country, Democrats, want to destroy the country and turn it socialist. They want to basically eliminate any traces of, I hate to say it, white Western Judeo-Christian civilization. That's going on even in Europe. I, I I hear you. Uh, you know, I want to believe that that's not true, but sometimes it makes you wonder with some of the and, and things I, that are going on. I hate to throw the word white in there because I mean, our country is made up, yes, of all kinds of people. You know, and if you're if you're an American and believes in America and the Constitution, that's great. You know, you're part of that culture, you're part of that civilization, and it's immigration. I mean, that if you do the math on this five thousand a day, that's one point eight million a year. And back, my parents were immigrants from Nazi Germany, and I got some stories about that. But, you know, you had to prove that you love the country and you want to be here. To be a citizen, you had to take a test, you had to take classes, and you had to learn. Right, and that's not a bad thing. Listen, my friend, I hope everything works out with the antibiotics in your arm at the uh, emergency room. And uh, we'll, 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 I know I'll hear from you in the days ahead. We'll get an update the next time that we talk. It's hell because I'm a chain smoker. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Well, we look forward to chatting with you in the future. Thank you for the call. Sherman in Manhattan, you're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Mr. Dominic Carter, it's a pleasure to speak with you again. Outstanding show. Let me get right to it. I, I really find it bizarre, childish, and really strange how full-grown adults are calling your show, always mentioning another host. I think, respectfully, Maybe you should set a rule. When you call the Dominic Carter Show, it's about the Dominic Carter Show. You know, it's so preposterous that they want to mention other hosts, even mentioning a previous show that was on. See, when I call in, it's about the show I'm calling in on. I only really uh, listen to your show and the, the show that comes up next, Mr. Morano, Frank Morano. I only listen to you two. Uh, and so if I was to call Frank Morano's show, I would not be mentioning your show. I would be in the present moment with him, just like I'm in the present moment with you. And I just, any of the calls that are listening now, I just find it silly, suspicious, and strange how they want to call and almost kind of like, you know, even though you're trying to talk, this guy a few minutes ago is still mentioning the previous show. It's so ridiculous. An example would be if I go to a house party, should I go to that person's dinner party and mention a previous dinner party I was at last night? It's the same thing. You know, it just, it's just silly and it's, it makes no sense. Well, thank thank you for that, Sherman. I'm going to be brutally honest with you right now. So he, here's the problem with doing that, right? We're all professional broadcasters. And what that means is when we're not on the air, 
there's a good chance that we're not listening to the other shows. A very good chance. A, a 99% chance. That sometimes we do get a chance to listen. And so it's very hard for me to defend something that someone is quoting from another show when I know, Sherman, that everyone's interpretation of it does not necessarily represent the facts of what was said. That's just right. their interpretation. And now you right. want me to respond, and I'm responding to your interpretation, and your interpretation may not be what actually happened. So I, I'm just That's being right. I'm just being honest with you, Sherman. There is zero point calling another show host about another show even on the same right. station, because there's a 99% right. chance that that host has not heard it. When we're not on the That's air, right. we're busy getting ready for our shows. We're busy right. gathering news. We're not listening to the other shows. That That's an honest totally. answer for you. And that, and that sounds like a common sense, reasonable thing. And you would think that these grown adults would understand and comprehend that. I mean, if you, if you, you know, if you have your show, why would you be sitting around listening to another show? Uh, you might be sleeping. You got things to do in terms of your own life. You're preparing you. for your show. It Thank makes you. No sense at all that they think that speaking to you about another host and now and vice versa. The host that he's mentioning is probably asleep or doing whatever he's doing. He's probably not probably not listening to your show either. So either way, it's a, it's a waste of time. It's ridiculous. Right. Right. Sherman, thank you. Thank you for that point. Thank you for that point. You, you know, guys, um, um, yeah, you know, Dominic, Sherman, hold on, Dominic, play, play, Anthony, play, uh. Dominic, <laughs> your Anthony Weiner saying that Burger King is better and you say McDonald's is better. I don't know what Wendy's. to think, Dominic. <laughs> I mean, come on. What about Wendy's? What about White Castle? I'm just going to go to the bodega, my man. Just, I'm just going to give me a bodega sandwich. Okay? I don't get it. I don't know what to do, Dominic. Hey, guys, they, they got me at Costco today. They got me. Oh, uh, what'd you get? So so I go in there, right, and Frank Morano's joining us. I go in, and we see other calls. We're going to try and get to some. I go in there to fill a prescription, right? And, of course, I start seeing little things, right? So I see this uh, blouse that I want to get my wife, right? Yeah. And she likes a large. And so, of course, I like a medium. Right. I'm not going to say why I like the medium, but <laughs> okay. but I like the medium. So I bring it home. No, I don't want I love it, but I want a large. No, the medium looks better on you. I want you to wear the medium. So right. we, we go through that for an hour, right? So today was focus on the fireplace day, right? So I'm buying Duraplin to go with the wood, to go with the wood chips. And all day, the only thing I was focusing on today was getting a perfect fireplace going, a fire going, which I did. Me, my wife, and my son, we sat down and watched movies. And so the callers are asking me about what somebody else said, and I have no idea, none. But so you guys said Burger King. Let's bring Frank into this conversation. They, they, who said Burger King is better? McDonald's better? White, White Castle? I said Wendy's. And the, the Bodega, Wendy's. Which one, Frank? Which one is better? You know, I, I don't go to any. That's a great answer. You know, I, I'm, I'm serious. I'm a, a non-chain restaurant guy. Non-chain. But non-chain. you just like stealing food from the refrigerator. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know. His national show is starting uh, in just a matter of minutes. I cannot believe that Frank went on the air and admitted that he steals food out of the office fridge. I got to tell you, I just took a, It's not stealing if it's not labeled. <laughs> Proudly. I just took... No, I'm enforcing the code that we live by. I just took a half a bagel with cream cheese and lox. Delicious. <laughs> what do you have, Frank, coming up? All right, we got a lot. We're going to... Analyze the Middle East with Colonel Daniel Davis and uh, talk Vegas with former Mayor Oscar Goodman. And Frank's been kind enough to ask me to stay on for a few minutes. Frank will be here and I'll be right back right after news headlines.